0: First, the news of more military support for Ukraine from our diplomatic correspondent, James Landale,
1: in Kyiv. Mina, This is a war of attrition, one where soldiers, like these Ukrainian servicemen near Bakhmut, sit in their trenches and fire mortars at Russian positions, along front lines that often do not move for months. President Zelensky, who's visited a summit of Arab leaders today in Saudi Arabia, knows what he thinks could help end the relative stalemate. And he doesn't have enough of it.
0: We do not
2: have missiles as our enemy has. We have less air power.
1: For months, he's toured world capitals with a simple request. Here he was at Westminster in February, giving the speaker a pilot's helmet.
2: And on the helmet reads, we have freedom give us wings
0: to protect it.
1: This is what he wants. F-16 fighter jets like these flown by the Polish Air Force. Modern warplanes that could give Ukraine greater control of the skies. Some European countries are ready to give some of theirs to Ukraine. But they're all made by the United States. And that means that President Biden, who's at the G7 summit in Japan, needs to give his permission first. He's been reluctant, fearing it could escalate the war, but now his officials say the US will help train Ukrainian pilots and will not stop European countries donating some F-16s. This comes after concerted pressure from European leaders, including Rishi Sunak, who earlier this week promised President Zelensky to gather international support for getting Ukraine the air power it needed. But training pilots and delivering planes will take many, many months. So they're unlikely to play any role in Ukraine's coming counter-offensive. But this decision does send a strong signal to Moscow that Western allies are determined to support this country militarily for a long time to come. For, for now though, in places like Bakhmut, the fighting continues, as both sides wait for Ukrainian commanders to decide when to launch their long-expected assault. James Land, WC News, Kiev.
0: In a moment, we'll talk to Chris Mason at the G7 Summit in Japan, but first to our North America editor, Sarah Smith, who's live in Washington. Sarah, um, the Americans, they have been reluctant to talk about F-16s and handing over jets and training. Why the change of heart? Well, it's
2: a scenario, as you know well, Clive, that we have seen play out before, where the U.S. says it doesn't agree with sending some kind of military aid to Ukraine, whether it's missile launchers, air defense missiles, even tanks, and then it does a U-turn, usually under pressure from European allies. And, of course, the U.K. has been at the forefront of arguing that Ukrainian pilots should be trained to use these F-16 fighter jets. They've been at the top of Ukraine's wish list for a long time. American concerns were that supplying these jets might be seen by Moscow as an escalation in the war which could lead to some kind of retaliation. And they said their military assessment was the thing that the Ukraine needs most at the moment is not necessarily fighter jets or control of the airspace. They have changed their minds. And America doesn't actually make much secret of the fact that it is prepared to make concessions to European allies over things like this. And that is because President Biden is extremely proud of the united front that has been put up by the West in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He thinks that's a powerful weapon in itself. And so he is prepared to make concessions to maintain that level of unity. He was coming under pressure from European partners, obviously at the G7 meeting in Japan, well, And so he has agreed that the F-16s can be allowed for training, that nations that own them can give them to Ukraine. He's giving his permission uh, because he thinks that's required to maintain the unity of the alliance.
0: All right. To you, Krish, in uh, Hiroshima, um, President Zelensky is going to be addressing the uh, G-7 summit uh, later on. Is everyone square behind this idea of handing over F-16 jets? It's interesting, Clive, because in the last couple of
3: months there has been some polite public scepticism from some Western leaders about this campaign that President Zelensky has mounted uh, for the securing of uh, jets. You might remember back in February when he was in uh, Westminster, he addressed uh, MPs in Westminster Hall in Parliament, I was stood there when he did it, very arresting argument that he made, holding a uh, fighter jets pilot demanding and saying, look, we do need jets, what can you do to help us? Both then and as recently as just the other day when he was at Chequers meeting Rishi Sunak, Uh, there was that scepticism, not least because of the practicalities uh, around training. There's also been concern from some as Sarah was reflecting on the potential for uh, escalation in terms of how this was seen uh, by Moscow. Nonetheless, uh, welcomes uh, from Rishi Sunak and others here uh, overnight. Uh, Rishi Sunak just a couple of hours ago in the middle of the night here saying it's a welcome announcement that the US uh, will approve the training of Ukrainian pilots on the F-16 fighter jets and that the UK would work together with America, the Netherlands, Belgium uh, and Denmark to see that happen. As far as the UK's involvement is concerned in particular, uh, a flight school is going to be set up uh, in order to help with the training of F-16 pilots. We should emphasise the UK doesn't have any of these particular planes itself uh, and so won't be providing
0: the aircraft. Indeed. Okay, Chris, thank you. Chris there in Japan and to you, Sarah, in Washington, many thanks.